One thing I heard and learned a great deal about in a very short time when I was younger was from a statement that I heard made and I later found out was from the Bible. And it said, what matters is what you do in the body, not with the body. And that's really what Brian's talking about here. What are you doing with the body? What are all those things in the world that you're doing, taking action in, taking reaction in? How do you put your energy into motion in the outer? How much time do you spend contemplating and doing in the outer? And how much time are you going within? How much time are you really giving attention to that part of yourself that is the inner kingdom? You focus a lot on the outer, I'm sure. And in many ways you have to. You've got to make a living. You've got to feed the body and take care of it. You've got a roof over your head to take care of the body. So there's a lot of things that pull our attention out. But there's also something inside that's ever stirring, ever calling, ever nudging us. Hey, what about me? What about me? What about me? Hey, can you hear me? Can you feel me? Can you see me? Give me some attention, just a little bit of attention, please. Does that sound familiar? Even in our outer response and outer action and reactions in the world, isn't that what we're really doing? We're looking outside of ourselves for someone to give us attention, to care about us, to share with us, to be with us. And yet really and truly, what that is, is the soul inside saying, hello, hello, why don't you come in and visit? Let's have some tea or something. But we just don't give it the time. The world outside seems so important. The world outside has such weight and control over us to ever keep us focused outside. And what are you accomplishing? What are you really accomplishing in the outer world? And what will be left of you in the outer world when you take your last breath? Wouldn't it be wonderful to live a life that is fulfilling, that is loving, that is vulnerable and open, that is joy-filled and joyful? Are you finding that in the outer world? Are you still chasing after the world, trying to find it? Why not sit down for a little bit and go inside? Close your eyes and really go inside and do the inner work and find out what's there saying, 
to you every day. Hi, hello, give me just a little attention, please. I so want to be a part of this life. I so much want you to be a part of who I am and to know who I really am. Sitting down in meditation is just that. It's going within and doing what really matters. What matters is what are you doing inside? Loving, accepting, forgiving takes place inside of you. It's not about out here. Forget about trying to get love and acceptance and forgiveness in the world from others, from yourself only is what matters. You've got to go inside and love who you are. You've got to go inside and forgive who you are if there's things inside that you are judging about yourself. And you've got to go inside and truly enter into accepting yourself just as you are so that then you can begin to waken to the truer part of yourself. Loving, accepting, and forgiving is a great action to begin the inner journey and to continue the inner journey, especially as long as you're in the body. Because while you're in the world, the world is ever going to be doing all it can to throw things in your pathway, outward and inward, to cause you to have judgments of yourself, doubts about yourself, doubts about the world, doubts about God, fear, anger, frustration. And believe me, the world knows how to throw those things at you and put them right in the way of your journey. I'm sure you know that. The way to overcome all of those is to go inside. It all begins and ends within. What matters is what you do in the body, not with the body. So many people today are focused on the outer. And they're trying to build their little kingdom in the world. Or they're trying to build their spiritual reward so that when they die, they will go to their reward by the actions that they're doing in the world to help others. What about helping yourself? What about taking care of yourself? Do you matter? Do you really count? Do you hold yourself dear enough to love yourself, to forgive yourself, to accept yourself? If you can't do that for yourself, how could you ever expect others to do it for you, with you? And if you can't do it for yourself, how are you really ever doing it with or for others? You can't. If you are not really in the loving with yourself, anything you do in the world called, oh, I love you, is false. 
It is absolutely empty. There is nothing in those words other than just a wish and a hope. But if you truly know the loving inside yourself and you live that loving every day, when you say, I love you, you're going to feel that loving move in you, through you, and to others. And they're going to feel it. At some level, they're going to know it. And they might even respond to it. And it might stir them to begin to search for that loving within themselves. True loving dwells within. It's our soul. Our soul is the loving that we are longing for in this world. And nobody but nobody but nothing in this world can give it to you and make you feel full. Only you coming into contact and awareness and awakening into your own soul will fill you with the loving that you're so longing and looking for. The golden rule is a great rule to live by, but very few people really understand it. Love thy neighbor as thyself. Hello. Hello. Love thyself so that you can love your neighbor. Maybe is another way to put that. Pay attention to the simple phrases and statements that are on the spiritual pathway and play with the words. Move them around to where they begin to truly make sense for you. Don't just say, oh, that's a nice statement. Love thy neighbor as yourself. And I'm going to go over and I'm going to love my neighbor. I'm going to be loving and I'm going to be caring. I'm going to be doing for them. I'll show them love. Well, if you're not in the loving with yourself, you're going to show them nothing more than your ego at work or your fear that you're not worthy of going to heaven when you die. And so you're going to go and earn these great rewards in the sky so that when you die, that's where you'll go. I wish it worked that way. That'd be pretty simple but it doesn't work that way. So pay attention when we ask and share and do the meditation. That's going within. What matters is what you do in the body. In the body. In here, before initiation, we ask people to meditate every day and begin to work into an expansion of that meditation time as best you can each day and to focus on the spoken name of God, the Hugh, or the Anihu in order to begin to bring 
an action of movement and awakening and awareness inside. And you begin going into the mountain, the body consciousness, and upward to the top. Inward and upward, we're always saying. Close your eyes and go inward and upward. And hold your attention there at the seat of the soul where the soul dwells. It is waiting for your attention and your loving and your focus. And let go of all the other things that have held you in attraction in the world. Just let them go right now. Those are now distractions you don't need on this inner journey. And just hold your attention on the soul and God. And love your soul and love God. And allow your soul and God to love you. That is an action on the inner. What matters is what you do on the inner. And in that, the loving will go in and clear a pathway of loving up that path of the mountain to the seat of the soul and beyond. And anything that is in the way of its movement forward will just be dissolved in the loving or moved aside in the loving. Because the loving will not let anything stop it. The loving is focused on its true identity, which is soul and God. And it, that which is you, the soul, that has been lost and caught up in the world is now going to be on a journey homeward, back to where it came from. Here the soul, and then the soul from God. It's that simple. The inner journey is so, so, so simple. But what do we do with it often? We go in and we close our eyes and go, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to focus on the seat of the soul. Now, uh, you know, I've really got some things in the world going on right now, and I really could use your help. Here's what's going on, and I don't know what to do with it. I need your help. And God's going, I just want your loving. I just want to love you right now. I know, but let's work on this first. This is really urgent. This is so important to me. If you can't do this, then I don't know why I'm spending my time sitting here talking to you. Does that sound familiar? Give that up. Stop it. It gets you nowhere. But stagnant in the process of awakening into the truth of who you are. You are divine. You are of God. You are not of this world and you are not of this body. Stop worrying so much about this world and this body and start taking action, not worry, but taking action to bring the soul fully conscious and awake inside of you. If you've been initiated, why were you initiated? 
Did you really want the initiation or did you just do it because everybody else was getting initiated? Got to join the pack. Got to join the group. Don't want to be left out. I knew somebody when I was in high school. <clears throat> I just graduate, was graduating and going to go to work. And he was in a Latin class that I was in, and we would talk every day. It was very interesting because even the teacher would get caught up in our conversations once in a while. And we'd talk back and forth about religion and politics and everything you're not supposed to talk to other people about because you're just going to get angry with them. You're going to get upset. You're going to lose. You might win a little bit. But we did it all. And the one thing I found in talking with him <coughs> over about two years is that he was really searching for something. But he didn't know what he was searching for, but he knew he was searching for something. And he was looking for it everywhere he could go. And one place that he was going to a lot to try to find what he was looking for was to different churches. And I asked him one day, I said, have you ever really been baptized in any of the churches? Have you really joined the community and, and done the actions that they do as a community or in their belief action? And he says, oh my God, yes, I've been baptized five times. <laughs> and I said, five times? He said, yeah, Episcopalian, Baptist, Methodist, Catholic, and whatever the other one was, I don't remember. But he had been baptized five times because he was trying to find the baptism that really took, that really did do what it said it was going to do. And he, none of them had done, none of them. And he was now on a journey trying to find it yet somewhere else. And I asked him, I said, so what are you doing inside with all that? And he says, what do you mean? I said, do you ever sit down and, and really pray or talk with God or spend some time inside with yourself? And he goes, no, 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 I have to read the Bible. I'm reading the Bible. I'm going to get the whole Bible read before I graduate for high, from high school. And I said, that's good. And what is that doing for you? And he goes, well, it's doing nothing for me, but I'm doing what I've been told to do. I have to read it. I have to learn it. If I can't even memorize some of it. And I said, well, there's another way to do this. And I tried to begin to explain to him what I was doing. Well, he wasn't interested at all. My teacher was, the Latin teacher, was very fascinated by some of the stuff I said. But not him. And that was fine because he was right where he needed to be in his journey. He was on a journey out into the world to learn lessons, to have experience in the world, to find himself in the world. Who am I in this situation? Who am I in that situation? 
But you've done that, or you wouldn't be here. You're on a different part of the journey. You're not on that down and out into the world, let's get involved, let's do all this, and focus and find the truth in the world. You are on a different part of the journey. You have learned the lessons, you've had the experiences, and now you're on the part of the journey of returning home from which you came. You've been out on a great, great journey, a great trip. And you've seen all the different countries. You've been in so many different bodies and had so many different experiences. But now it's time to let all that go and to return from where you came. Got to go home. Well, the inner journey, the journey home, isn't down and out into the world. It's in and up. It's letting go of the world. It's letting go of the fascinations and the illusions and the attractions and the addictions and everything else that is in the world that has been holding you there. You have to let go of them. And they have to let go of you. And to let go of them is a struggle if all you're doing is still caught up and focused in the world. It is a struggle. But when you begin to do the inner work, when you make what matters matter, and what matters is what are you doing inside? What are you doing in the body that matters? When you begin to draw your attention inward and upward, it gets a little bit easier every day to let go of those things in the world that used to hold your attention and attraction and have you addicted to it. It's easier to make the choices to let them go than if you're just focused in the world. What matters is what you're doing in the body. And if you can begin to walk that inner pathway inward and upward to that seat of the soul where that burning bush resides, you're going to find great freedom, great joy, great loving, great peace, great everything that is of spirit and you. Everything that you've longed for, searched for, cried out for, demanded, needed, everything, not just in this lifetime, but all your lifetimes, will be resolved, will be answered, will be completed, will be fulfilled. Because it all is right here. You're going to come back to the truth of who you are, God, in the manifestation of loving in the soul. And you're going to wake up and be the fulfillment of that divinity that is in you, the fulfillment, God fulfilled. You will have completed a journey. that is beyond anything you can imagine, but is everything, everything, and the only thing that really exists. 
So sit down every day. Spend some time. Close your eyes and go within and realize what matters is what are you doing inside. What are you doing in the body that matters? That is the statement that has been passed down from generation to generation, ages to ages by the teachers of this pathway. What matters is what you do in the body, not with the body. And yeah, as long as you're in the world and you're in the body, you've got to take care of the body, you've got to do the things that are in the world to do for you. But remember now, your journey is a different journey. It, it truly is more about inward and upward than down and out. And so you want to begin to make those adjustments in your actions and reactions, your thoughts and your feelings, everything, and bring your attention more inward and upward. That's why I keep saying God first and God only. God first and God only. You know, it's really keeping your attention focused on that which is most important to you. I remember just a few weeks ago, I was coming down a staircase in an office building. And as I was turning the corner and coming down to the lobby, in came someone I knew, and they started up the staircase, and they went, oh, hi. And we stopped kind of midway on the staircase and started talking a little bit. And after a few minutes, I started to kind of moved down towards the bottom to go out the door to my car. And they turned around and started walking down the staircase with me and just talking away. And I said, weren't you going upstairs for something? And he goes, oh, my God, I forgot. <laughs> I got so distracted by this conversation and seeing you I just totally forgot even why I came in the building. He said, I'm, you know, he looked at his watch, and said, I'm like 10 minutes late now. I got to get going. And he ran up the stairs. That's how life often is. Things will come in and distract us. And then off we go doing something else, forgetting what we really had an intention to do. And then we wonder why our life isn't really moving the way we want it to. Keep your eye on that which is most important to you. And don't let anyone or anything distract you. That's why for me, it's God first and God only. It has been since I can remember. And I know that it works because I found God very early on in my life, and I have lived that fulfillment of God throughout this life. I started publicly sharing in 1967, 50 years ago, and I've held to it for 50 years. I haven't wavered, I haven't changed, what I taught 50 years ago, I have not changed. 
because it's the truth. I know it's the truth because I am living the truth. And I know the fulfillment of living that truth. And that's what I want for you. I want you to live your truth. Not my truth. I want you to go inside and wake up and know the loving that is your soul and live your truth as that soul. I can point the way. I can share an action. But it's up to you to do the work. What matters is what you do inside. I can't do it. Brian can't do it for you inside. All we can do is give direction, give focus, slap you around a little bit when you start not paying attention. But we can't do the inner work for you. And yet oftentimes we hear from people, well, it's just not working. I, I spend a little bit of time in meditation and I go every day, well, you know, kind of once in a while. <laughs> and I go, why don't you just try it every day and see what might happen? You know, there's a power in that sacred name of initiation. There's a power in that spoken name of Hugh that will build within you as you chant it, as you live it. And that power will pull you inward and upward. Its direction is inward and upward. And it will carry you, it will pull you, it will bring you into it very easily if you will just allow it to. But you've got to relax and let the mind just get out of the way. And the key in this meditation is to rise above the mind to truly get liberated from this creation. And we will sit here and say the same thing over and over and over. Have you ever noticed that? Just in case you haven't noticed it, I'm going to point it out so you pay more attention and find out if we do that. <laughs> because that's what we have to do. You know, I've got so much more I could tell you about. Brian has so much more that he could tell you about. But until you're ready for that, it's a waste of time. So we just repeat the same little storyline every time we get together. And what's interesting is people once in a while will come up and go, oh my God, I've never heard that before. That was great. You were talking right at me. Why haven't you ever said this before? And we look at each other and we go, okay. <laughs> Don't know why we haven't said it before, but I'm glad we said it. You know, you get it when it's time. And we know that. That's why we can't force it on you. I tell you what, if we could, we would. 
I'd have a little hammer just pounding away, getting those words and that awareness into your head. And yeah, you're going to cry out, oh, gosh, stop, stop, it hurts, it hurts. I know it's going to stop hurting as soon as I stop doing this. But if I don't do this, you're going to hurt a lot more for a lot longer. So just accept it. Pay attention to what we share with you. We're sharing a truth with you that is profound. And it is not just our truth, it is a truth that many, many teachers have shared. And it's a truth that truly works. I see it at work every day. Oftentimes, the real proof in the pudding for me is when I'm in meditation and someone has died and they come to me and we go up. Or I am called from within to go at to the bed or wherever they are dying and to lift them up. Now, I can't lift them up unless they want to go. The Holy Spirit that moves in us, it asks them, are you ready and are you willing? Well, are you ready and willing? Are you? Sometimes I wonder. <laughs> yeah, you might be ready, but I don't know if you're willing. And sometimes you're willing, but you're just not ready. Well, not just yet. I still want to do some of these things in the world. Come on, let me, let me, let me just do a little bit more. Well, fine. Have fun. Enjoy. But realize that what really matters is what are you doing in the body. You know, if you're going to participate in the world, that's great. But then don't start judging yourself about it. And don't start complaining about it. And don't start blaming others about it. Take responsibility. Take action. And be aware. Where's your focus? Where are you going? Are you staying on target? So that whatever that is, you get it fulfilled. I got God fulfilled in me by keeping my eye on God. By having God first and God only. Maybe you need to do something else. Maybe it's money only. Money first and money only. Sex first and sex only. Car first and car only. Degrees first and degrees only. I don't know. What is that which you are most focused on? And if you're not focused on anything, really, you're just kind of spread out all over the place, pay attention and do something about that. Get a focus, get a purpose, get a direction, and go and fulfill. There's great joy in fulfillment, whatever it is, in the world or inside in spirit. There's more fulfillment, true fulfillment, inside in spirit than in the world. 
because when you're trying to fulfill something in the world, you're really trying to find that fulfillment that is inside and know the truth of that greater fulfillment, but you're doing it in a place where there's really not that much fulfillment in the world. Have you ever gotten exactly what you were chasing after? Only to turn around 10 minutes later and go, okay, well, that wasn't so good. thought it was going to be great. I thought it was going to just answer everything for me. Didn't do a thing. Kind of empty. You see it every Christmas with the kids under the tree opening the boxes. Oh, I got it. Oh, thank you, thank you. This is just what I wanted. And 20 minutes later, it's sitting over against the wall and then it goes in the closet, and then it's forgotten. I know somebody, a little, uh, their, their child wanted a drone, and they got a drone. And they opened it, and they were all excited about it. And I bet it's been flown five times. And it just sits there, unused. because that's not really what they needed or wanted. But they thought it was going to be the answer. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, this is it. I got it. And then they set it aside and it's on to what's next. Because the world is telling them always, what's next? Well, this will do it. If that didn't do it, this will do it. Well, no, wait, this will do it. Well, I know something that will do it. But it's harder to get sometimes because it requires more of your time, more of your effort, more of your attention than you're used to giving. And that maybe you're willing to give right now, not willing to give. It's requiring you to stay focused on a one-pointed action and direction inward and upward on God and just loving God and let God love you. I'll tell you what, that day where you truly experience the movement of God's loving in you, with you, through you, around you, you will know you have everything you've ever wanted. Everything. And you will know that when you're loving God, in that, God has everything God has ever wanted, which was you to love God. Consciously, willingly, wantingly, lovingly. And you allow God to love you. So pay attention. And know that what really matters is what are you doing inside? What are you doing in you every day, every moment, every breath? That's a statement that Spirit made to me so long ago. One day at a time, one breath at a time. That's the way we move.
Fill the day up with God. Fill each breath up with God. Fill every action up with God. Throughout the day, God. One day at a time, one breath at a time. Live each breath. Aware of each breath. Each breath, in a sense, is sacred because it's that which gives life to the body. Just as your soul is giving life to the body, so does the breath. So think about it. When you sit down to meditate, where is your attention? Where is your focus? Where is your intention? Not just attention, but intention. Is your intention on God? and loving God and letting God love you? Or is it going inside and complaining and griping and wanting and needing and asking and begging and... Oh, gosh, I don't think that's meditation. I don't know what that's called. That's not even prayer. Not really. When... The apostles asked Jesus to teach them how to pray. He said a prayer that had nothing to do with getting what you want in the world. He talked about loving, accepting, and forgiving. He asked about receiving the life eternal, the bread. He talked about forgiving others as I have forgiven myself. Hello? Are you forgiving yourself? If you're not, you're not forgiving others. And he even said, and leadeth me not into temptation, but deliver me from evil. But in that, it is a statement that you've got to pay attention and you yourself not go down those ways that lead you away from the truth and the loving that you want. Which direction are you walking? Which direction are you going? What's the most important thing? Whatever it is, go for it. If it's your soul and liberation, go for it. And the direction that that is, is meditation and going within. If it's something in the world, go for it. I mean literally, truly go for it and get it fulfilled so you can move on to what's next. But believe me, there's nothing in the world that's ever going to fulfill you. You have sex, and you think, oh, wow, this is going to be the fulfillment. And 10 minutes after you've had sex, oh, you're looking again for it because that didn't fulfill you. You thought, my God, this is going to make me just like, oh, my God. And it was like, eh. You make $100 million dollars thinking that that's going to be all there is and it's going to fulfill you, 
And then you look at the bank account and go, uh, got to make more. I mean, I've seen this. Very wealthy people just ever not getting enough, not getting enough. People going out and not getting enough through sex, through money, through all these games that the world offers us to play in. Pay attention to all of that. And don't let the world just distract you and run you. You take charge. But the way you take charge is going inside and loving yourself. And that loving will do the rest. That loving will do the rest. So as you go through the day, what matters is what are you doing inside? What are you doing in the body, not with the body? And God first and God only. All right. Ta-da. Ha, ha, ha.